I have been aware of, of the fertility signals that my body gives because I learned about the signs of my fertility since I was 20 years old through the billion ovulation method. I remember we had our first baby and uh, he was like a year, just past a year old. My husband and I just thought that he was just, he looked too lonely. So contrary to, to what the majority of the people that we know or family were doing, we just, uh, you know, they were trying to space children, like not to have them so close together. For us, what we wanted was just to, why not, to give a sibling uh, to a first son. So we tried to achieve pregnancy with the Billings Evolution Method, and uh, it happened on the first try. Very, very effective for achieving pregnancy. You know, I remember calling my mother and I said, Mom, I am expecting again. And she was like, Wow, really? <laughs> and how far are you? She asked me. And I said, I am about a week pregnant. And she just was a little bit confused. How can you know that you are a week pregnant? Right? I mean, what are you thinking? How can you know? In me, I knew that I was already pregnant. And because I have seen for many, many months the signs of fertility very, very clear in the signs of population. So trying to achieve pregnancy for a couple that is in the, you know, young and under 20s and so on is relatively fast, especially when um, I never used any kind of contraceptives and my body was the first time I got pregnant right away. And so didn't seem to be any condition for, for not getting pregnant. I remember calling my sister and also telling her. And so they were kind of, hmm, well, interesting. And obviously my menstruation did not arrive, of course. So what do I do just to take a pregnancy test, just to make sure that, you know, just to have that little confirmation, like, okay, this is it, yes. So the reason why I'm just telling you about oh, this wonderful way that I knew that I was pregnant, it's just so, so in tune with my, with my body, and uh, I was able to conceive uh, right away, and uh, so the baby was born with no complications and, and healthy, and I'm very thankful for that. But... Um, So I'm just going to come back to a time 10 years ago. I uh, I just felt different. I was at home and I felt different. Um, like warm, like I didn't really have a fever, but I just felt different. So being a Sunday, I uh, I had my friends. I have these friends that uh, he was a doctor and she um, she's a medical professional as well. So I just uh, drove to their home. I just went to their home and uh, they were surprised to see me because I didn't announce myself. And then I said, oh, you know what? I don't feel very okay. I uh, I don't know. I just, uh, maybe my blood pressure is a little bit high or something. And then he said, oh, okay, well, just sit down and, and you guys go ahead and chat. I'll come back in a little bit. So a few minutes later, uh, he comes and. He's just looking at us 
uh, my dear friend, uh, his wife and me just chatting. And then like a few minutes after that, he just, instead of what I thought he was going to just take my blood pressure. No, he just told me, okay, I, I'm going to need a, a urine sample. I said, oh, okay. So then I just do that. And then a few minutes after he comes and she comes and he just says, you're pregnant. <laughs> so it's like, wow. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And I remember she hugging me with a big hug. And uh, I was just, wow. I was glad that I was, wow, okay, wow. Uh, because again, I haven't even missed a period. And well, now I had the results. And I remember uh, the very next day I called the doctor and they actually saw me the same day. And um, they, yeah, they confirmed again that I was pregnant. And I was like, okay, wonderful. <sighs> but, uh, A couple of months ago, I was, uh, I just decided to request all the medical records of years ago. And, uh, and they said, okay, they'll be ready in a couple of weeks. I said, okay, if we have them, um, because it's been a, anything that it has been over 10 years, sometimes we don't even have the information anymore, the records. And I said, well, okay, I'll just, I'll just wait for your call. And three weeks later, they called me and they said that they had my medical records. And I was like, I went and picked them up and, uh, so uh, they give me my an envelope and I open it and uh, what I read I was like what is this my medical records and she says yes let me see yes it was a surgery and I was like a surgery and uh, so she just handled her direct the the documents and then she asked me again for my ID, my identification card, and you know, and it's like, yeah, this is your medical records. And I said, oh, I see. So then I, I opened the, the envelope, and the first thing I read is the the reason why I was in the hospital, and, and that uh, the diagnosis there was that I had a blighted album. A blighted album is um, a baby that just doesn't develop that when there is uh, conception but no embryo forms so I, I just read that and I just I was just so confused I was like and then I said wow uh, something wrong and I said well it's because over here it's just the diagnosis it says that I have a blighted album and the reason why I was here on this in the hospital is because my baby died in my womb. Oh, she looked at me and she said, I'm sorry. But Obihira says, I'm blighted ovum. Do you know what that is? And she says, no. And I said, well, a blighted ovum is a pregnancy that just doesn't develop. It's when the embryo never forms. It doesn't form. However, I had a baby in my womb. And which she, uh, she seems concerned, and I'm just thank you, and I just take off, and I'm kind of like like in a shock. I just know that this diagnosis is wrong. So later on, when I'm home, uh, I'm ready to to open the envelope again, and yes, what is what I what I read? 
the same. He was handwritten records from the operating room and then the type official document, the, the transcript that it says uh, the same. The diagnosis, why, the reason why I was there, because I had a procedure called DNC. The DNC is, is, is done after the loss of a pregnancy or for in this case it was, was to remove the, the blighted album, but now what I had, it was a baby and it was 13 and a half weeks and it was a fetus actually. Well, the information there was wrong. And even though the doctor performing the surgery was my own doctor, it was wrong. And unfortunately, um, a couple of years after that, he closed his practice and actually, um, well, I don't think I have a way of requesting records from, from his office because it's no longer there. And, and uh, But what I do have is even the picture of, of my baby. And I remember not only seeing the particular movement of the heart when it's beating, but I also heard his heartbeat. A blighted album is a cell, male and female, that united. But then it doesn't develop. But my baby did. It was formed. And at this at this stage of pregnancy, 13 and a half weeks, it's formed his toes, his hands. There's function on the kidneys and, and other things happening. I really wanted to know what happened because there was something inside of me telling me that you need to find out more why you lost that baby. And you know, through this, um, the ministry, through my labor here with women and with couples that have lost babies, I know how difficult it is. You know, I've seen couples that have lost more than one baby, more than one pregnancy, and uh, it is difficult. It is. It is um, a loss that can't be filled with anything. And uh, I guess there is no good way, a good way of, of handling uh, the death of somebody, and especially of a baby but in the womb. But at least 25% of, of women have lost a baby in their lifetime. However, many don't know because many don't even know that they were pregnant because the loss has happened very early on, and uh, but whenever uh, we are very in tune with our bodies, um, we're able to know. I had been in the doctor the previous day, and uh, everything was normal. He said everything looks fine. It was it has a good heartbeat, and I went home and. Uh, I, it was normal, you know, I did my normal routines and everything. And next morning we had a guest, uh, my dear Tere. She was at home with us. And then uh, after uh, sending the other kids to school and driving them to school and everything, uh, she and I are having breakfast like mid-morning around 10. And then I'm there drinking my tea, just having a chat with her. And then suddenly I just feel different it was just a moment that I just felt different 
and I don't know how to explain it. I just felt like if I didn't have pain, I, I was, I didn't get dizzy. I, I just don't know how to explain it. I just felt that something was just different. Immediately, what came to my mind is just to call the doctor, my gynecologist's office, and. I told her that I just didn't feel okay and that I needed to be to be checked. And so they told me, come right away. So I went. When I arrived, um, the nurse practitioner, uh, just, you know, they checked my, my blood pressure and it was a little bit high. Um, she did an ultrasound and she was doing the ultrasound and... Uh, then uh, she says, okay, I'll be back in a moment. So she comes back with the doctor. And the doctor is also doing the ultrasound. And they didn't say anything. And I just, like, I'm just there, you know, like, just there without saying anything. And and then they say that they can't find the baby's heartbeat. That the baby's heartbeat isn't there. And that they just need to double check and to do other testing. And and at that moment, I just, I was uh, taken somewhere because I had just heard and seen the, my baby's heart beating the previous day. But then suddenly it wasn't there anymore. So, but I trusted and I said I didn't want to be uh, over worried or as much as I uh, was able to just to be calm. And uh, what this means, well, we're just going to check you again tomorrow and we're going to just drop blood from you and do some hormonal testing. So they did and then the next day and then the next. And so he told me... Um, it has to do with all these levels of the hormone HCG. And then the other ultrasound also confirmed again that there was no heartbeat. So I was just uh, devastated because um, the first thing I, I thought, what did I do? Why is my baby died? Did I do something? And... Uh, I remember just being really sad, and my husband has been out of town, uh, and he was supposed to arrive uh, in a few days after that, after the initial diagnosis. So I just go home, and I tell my uh, dear Tere that the doctor said that baby doesn't have a heartbeat, so she was so concerned and so worried. I knew that I had uh, options. I uh, I told the doctor, well, because I have known that sometimes when when a baby died in the womb, the process of of the baby leaving the womb can happen on its own, and that's one thing that doctors don't tell us. You know that uh, usually when when that of a baby in the womb is confirmed, is they recommend you to have a DNC, which is dilating and cutting inside the 
the lighting of the uterus and all of the remains of the well, the baby and, and the placenta and all of this. So I told the doctor that I wanted to wait. If, if I ask him, is there any health concern that you will have for the reason for me not to wait to see if it happens naturally? And he said, no, that I was healthy otherwise and that it was okay, that it was my decision, so I did. Two days after that, my husband arrives from, he was out of town and and I just uh, decided that mid-morning when he was home, I was just going to let him know that there was the baby wasn't here anymore. And uh, he had a very important meeting in the morning. So when he took off his meeting, I took off to the doctor. I had already made an appointment, and I wanted to, since the the process hadn't begun naturally, that I wanted to be in the hospital, and he could do the DNC. So uh, they scheduled me, and when I was already with the doctor, they gave me all the documentations necessary for me to be admitted in the hospital. And I called my husband, whenever you're done with, with your meeting, would you come to the doctors? I'm gonna be here, and so he came, and that's when I told him. You know, he had been out of town for weeks, and it was the first time that he was to see the baby's ultrasound picture. And I guess I wanted it to be uh, just a wonderful little thing that I would give him, but. However, I uh, just gave him the news that what had happened and uh, I am, we are in the hospital and uh, just sign in and give all the information, insurance and everything whenever I open my wallet to give my ID to the lady, the picture of my baby and the ultrasound just falls. It's just so sad, you know. So, there's something very interesting that happened here. With all this loss that we were having, and nobody really said, I am sorry for your loss. No. And my husband and I are just looking at each other. <sighs> It was just the first time that I just could cry. And I still didn't want anybody to see me. So there comes the doctor and he says, you're going to be already in surgery. Would you like to have tubal ligation, agnostic sterilizations? You don't have, so this doesn't happen to you anymore. I look at him and I could not believe that, that he was saying that. So there will not be a possibility of me to be a mother again. I look at him and I said, no. He looked at my husband and he says, Sir, I think we need to do something because if this happens to her again, my husband just look at him. He says, don't worry, I'll, we'll take care of all of that. And then he took off. And then a few minutes later, one of the nurses come and she also says, I have these papers if you want to give us permission to do a sterilization. 
I I just could not get it. I mean, I'm here. I have a dead baby in my womb. And there's these persons that are medical personnel that are to care for you, telling you, cut it off. Let's cut off your fertility. And I said, no, it's fine. No, I'm not going to sign them. They take me. And before she opened the doors to the surgical room, she gets close to me and she tells me in my ear, now you can make a decision. Your husband is not here anymore. You can decide if you want the surgery. I just look at her and I just remember crying. I just felt my tears. Then I said, no. And I didn't sign anything. I uh, got the procedure done in. And what I didn't know, and it, it has followed me for a long time, is that I was I could have had requested my baby, and I didn't know that I could, and I didn't. My baby was uh, just removed from me, and I was not able to have his little body. I knew when my baby was conceived, and I knew that my baby was thirteen and a half weeks. You know, it's give or take two weeks. That's the difference that it makes on the weeks of pregnancy that the doctors give you because they usually consider your last menstrual cycle and then they start uh, counting um, how many weeks you're pregnant. But actually, uh, by the time you miss your menstrual cycle, it is a person that it exists already since the beginning that the egg and the sperm join. And implantation happens in the lining of the uterus. It takes about six to seven days for the new baby, blastocyst, to reach the lining of the uterus and implant. And implantation is complete nine to 12 days after conception. So I knew, even though if it was off for two weeks, still, the document said, seven to eight weeks gestation. So what worries me is a couple of things, you know. What is why they put it on medical records? I remember uh, this lady, she had a history of long menstrual cycles and uh, whenever uh, it was longer than usual that the menstrual cycle didn't come. So she goes to the doctor and they do a pregnancy test and the pregnancy test is positive. The doctor says, okay, well, come back in two weeks and we're going to do an ultrasound. So they do an ultrasound and they say, the, the doctor says, the baby's not developing the way it's supposed to be. The baby's not developing according to the gestational age. If a woman has a menstrual cycle of, let's say, 50 days, that means that 11 to 16 days before that, she ovulated. So when a woman has a menstrual cycle for about 30 days, she, um, the same, ovulated 11 to 16 days before that 38 date. So therefore, this lady's baby was younger 
than what the doctor was saying. But no, the doctor was considering the last menstrual cycle that this woman had. And he said, your baby's not developing normally. Why am I doing this? Why am I feeling like this? She said, she told me, the doctor scheduled me right away to have a DNC. They didn't even test her hormones. The next day, she has a DNC. And she told me that she felt that they had taken something from her. When you when you learn about the fertility and signs of fertility and that she wasn't really ovulating on day 14 after her menstrual cycle, like many doctors might just said, that she was ovulating 11 to 16 days before those 45 days or 48 days that she used to usually have her periods. She told me because saying that maybe my baby was just not those many weeks that the doctor said. And I said, well, we will never know for sure, but there is a possibility. And she said, because I felt that it was like something was taken from me. It's natural, my body, from my whole being. So she and I have, as I have shared with many women, the pain and the loss of a son or a daughter that is not with us. And that's what I tell to myself. When the life with us is determined by God for a reason. Some are with us a couple of days. Others are with us a few months. And there's moms who lose the babies right before giving birth. And I just want to tell all of you, if this had happened to you, that I am so sorry. That I know I understand. And that... In my case, after that, I, every every baby that I will see for years, I will see babies and I will just imagine that it was mine. I will, uh, it's like in my body miss having this baby. I, since the baby that I didn't get to nurse, that I didn't get to carry, that I didn't get to sleep with. Sometimes I will imagine that I heard his little feet walking on the, around the house. And I just want to say to all of you that I do know and I do understand. And I am so sorry, but I also know that these babies are well. Because I do believe in God. So, you know, I really have something to say in regards of what the doctor and the nurse insisted on my husband and me that date of the procedure. Uh, they just wanted to me to have a sterilization. During this labor that I do, I've seen many times, especially women, that when they had a difficult deliveries, when they have that they're sick or when their babies are not born, healthy or or when their babies have issues or the babies are born uh, early before due date and the doctors are telling them that they should do a uh, sterilization and women have told me that they regret it you need to be just so very aware 
and to be assertive and to be empowering one another with the knowledge of our bodies, with the knowledge of fertility and the knowledge of life. What is the right words to say when there is a baby that for everybody else didn't even know that it was here? It was 13 and a half weeks. And today I honor him. And I honor all the babies that are not with us, that are not with you, moms. I send you a big hug. Be well.